Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to J-Pop Users Blitz. We are going to tackle week eight. Uh, due to time constraints, we are not able to cover week seven, but we are here for week eight. Uh, I'm writing solo right now. Alphonsus is indisposed. Hopefully we can get back together next week to tackle week nine. But for now, let's tackle week eight. Uh, started off the week with a really good Thursday night game for once. Uh, maybe from now on, Thursday night games will just be good. Um... I'm kind of hoping that this Thursday night game won't be, but we'll get into that later. Uh, the Ravens took down the Broncos, took down the Buccaneers 27-22. Uh, the Ravens, they should have won this game. The Ravens are a better team right now. But um, I kind of feel like things are falling apart for Brady and the Bucks. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get it back. I'm not entirely sure what's wrong. Uh, the only thing that I can really think of that's missing is uh, they don't have Antonio Brown anymore and they don't have Gronk. But that shouldn't derail the team and have them as bad as they are because right now they are definitely not as good as they should be record-wise. I believe they're not 3-5. And, and they should definitely at least be 5-4 and four, if not higher than that. So we're definitely going to have to see if Brady can turn it around. But good shit on the Ravens winning a game. They should win. And uh, trying to keep pace in the NFC North. AFC North, sorry. Um... I mean, there's not really much competition. Uh, the Bengals are basically all they really have to worry about. And uh, <laughs> judging by what happened to the Bengals, that's not something they have to be too worried about either. But uh, good job, Ravens, Bucks. Uh, their division isn't really anything to write home about. So maybe if they get their shit together, they can sneak the division crown. But I, I think it might be done for Brady. But uh, moving on. Uh, the game across the pond. The Broncos finally won a game uh, against the Jaguars, 21-17. Uh, it was a win that the Broncos needed. They definitely needed a win to kind of like get everybody, their fans off their back. But um, it, it, they weren't, they didn't play that good. Russell Wilson wasn't that good. He did just enough to win. And uh, it was a game in London. You can't really be surprised. Anything can happen in London. But um, the Jaguars played okay. They just didn't do enough to win, and the Broncos did just enough to win. But like I said, nothing to write home about. It's not necessarily a performance that Russ should be proud of, but a win's a win, and you take wins when you get them. So good God, Broncos, but uh, don't get too high on your own supply because you got another game next week that you're going to need to win. Next game up, Dolphins versus Lions. Um, I feel really bad for the Lions. They're just getting beat all over the place by everybody. Um, the Dolphins take it 31-27. This was a good win for the Dolphins. Uh, I believe this was Tua's first game back and uh, getting a win. It might not have been his first game back. It's the first game I'm aware of that he was back. But um, getting a win is always good when you come back from injury and you, your team was supposed to be a uh, contender for your division crown, if not a playoff spot. Um so good shit for the Dolphins uh, trying to scrape back in after those injury ridden games they had to play early in the season but um, the Lions are really underperforming they are really really bad record wise and they shouldn't be uh, we didn't think that they were going to be world beaters or anything when the season started but we thought that they would be at least a middle of the road team and possibly give their division fits uh, and they can still give their division fits, but that's mainly because their division's kind of bad. But everybody thought that the Lions were going to be better than they were, than they are. 
and uh, we're just not seeing it. And on top of that, the trade deadline was today. Um, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Uh, and they traded away their, like, <laughs> really good first-round tight end. Uh, so I, I think the Lions are just done for the season. Kind of like another team that we're going to talk about, the Panthers, who lost 37-34 to to the Falcons, who are currently in sole possession of first place of the NFC South. Um... The, the Panthers are they're, they're done too the Panthers and the Lions are both done uh, neither one of them played up to their expectations they're both supposed to be better than they are but both are really bad and uh, this was a game that the Panthers should have won but uh, a really boneheaded penalty by a receiver uh, pushed an extra point back a few yards and the kicker just shanked it which sent them into overtime and then in overtime he had a chance to make up for it by kicking a game-winning field goal and he shanked it again which led to the Falcons kicking the game-winning field goal and just those kinds of losses just take it out of you so I I think the Panthers are officially done Uh, when they beat the Bucks we thought they might pull something off but nah they're they're just they're just done Uh, the Lions and the Panthers are they're done Uh, they're done <laughs> uh, it's it's about who's gonna get the number one pick in the draft at this point. Uh, next up, we have the Cardinals taking on the Vikings. This, as far as I'm concerned, is a battle of two teams that could, depending on how things shake out, see each other in the playoffs. Uh, the Vikings keep rolling; they keep their one-loss streak going. They uh, the the Vikings are sneaky, good, maybe, possibly. I'm not really sure. Nobody's really talking about them, uh, but their the record is what it is. Uh, the Vikings are sitting at six and one, and that that's it's a good record. But I don't know. I feel like we're just not confident in what the Vikings are, and I'm not sure when we will be. But um, good shit. Thirty four sixteen against the Cardinals. Um, I feel like the Cardinals need a little more time for their team to gel together. With uh, the new additions and also getting Hopkins back, they're going to need to kind of retool things, get everybody back into the flow. But I feel like once that happens, they're going to be a problem. So I'm going to write this game off as just like some ring rust for Hopkins. But once everything gets situated and together, uh, the NFC West is going to be scary and the Cardinals might contend for the division crown. But uh, next up, we have the Cowboys beating the Bears. Uh, this was a game that I was actually watching because I kind of wanted the Cowboys to lose. Uh, just to give my Eagles a little more breathing room. But it was a really, it was a decent game. Uh, the Bears, up until I think the third quarter, the Bears actually played really well. They had it, they were playing really tight. Uh, yeah. At the end of the first half, it was 28-17. So the Bears were still in it. But uh, after the second half started, the Bears just kind of struggled to get anything started on offense, and the defense just couldn't hold up. But um, Justin Fields played really well. Um, contrary to belief of how he how he thought he was going to play against the Cowboys, he played well, and he did everything he could to keep his team in it. But again, there just wasn't enough pieces around him, and the defense just couldn't stop the Cowboys from scoring. 
So, um, the Bears did trade for um, Claypool from the Steelers. So, they're trying to get him some wide receiver help to help him develop. And it, it seems like they're going to keep working with him and go forward with Justin Fields, which is great for them. Uh, this is also a good one for the Cowboys because they put up 49 points. It was a 49-29 win. Uh, the Cowboys had been struggling to put up massive amount of points. Um, in my personal opinion, you want to put up 28 points or more in a game. That's kind of like the benchmark for a good offensive team. You want to be able to score 28 points. Uh, normally, you need at least 21 plus to win games. If you're scoring less than 21, then you're probably in tight games and you're probably kind of in 50-50 or luck-based games because things just happen to go your way and you pull off those wins. So, good job on the Cowboys getting their offense right. Um, that defense is still playing well, but um, they're, it's, it's all going to be a matter of can they keep consistent because the Cowboys are normally good during the regular season, but then the postseason starts and they kind of fall off. But um, good job by the Cowboys moving up. I think that puts them at 6-2, and two, I believe. So, NFC East is still really tight. And I don't think it's going to get any better for anybody. Uh, next up, we have the Saints absolutely destroying the Raiders 24-0. I don't really have much to say about this. The Raiders are done. I, I don't know why they're done, but the Raiders are done. They shouldn't be done. They have a lot of talent, but they're just done. I mean, they're 2-1-5 in the AFC South. Ah, uh, not AFC South, AFC West. Um... I, I don't think they're definitely not better than the Chiefs. They're not better than the Chargers. I, I honestly think that I, I think the Broncos are better than them. Um, that, that, that's all there really is to say. They're just a bad team right now, and I'm honestly not sure why. But um, the Saints get the win over a bad Raiders team. That That's really all there is to it. Uh, next up, Eagles taking on the Steelers. Uh, the score was 35-13, but honestly, the game was not as close as the score makes it seem. Um, it never really felt like the Eagles were in danger of losing. It was a really, really rough game for the Steelers. Um, we had A.J. Brown scored three, <laughs> three touchdowns. Um... I don't really know what else to say other than A.J. Brown is just really hard to cover. I feel like that's what we're learning here. Uh, everybody knew that he was good from his time with the Titans, but I don't think anybody realized he was going to be this good. He has just proven to be extremely dominant and just... He seems like he was the missing piece that the Eagles needed to really just unlock Jalen's true potential. Uh, four touchdowns for Jalen, and the defense also popped off with an interception... Uh, the defense played really well. Uh, interceptions, sacks, just... It was another... I believe it was four or five sacks for the defense. So, just... It, 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 the, the Eagles just keep getting better. Week in and week out, they just keep improving. And they're going to need to keep improving because the Vikings still haven't dropped the game. You got the Giants at 6-2. and two. We'll get to their game in a bit. We got the Cowboys now at six and two, so it's a really it's really tight at the top of the NFC, and it's super tight in the NFC East. So the Eagles are going to have to keep winning games and they're going to have to keep pace. Uh, luckily, their schedule 
makes it so that they can. They just have to stay focused because the only teams that are really scary coming up for them are when they have to play the Cowboys again in the two games they have against the Giants. However, that last game might not be as necessary because it is the last week of the season. But uh, next up, we have the Patriots continuing their domination over the Jets 22-17. I didn't watch this game, but everything that I have seen clip-wise and heard Sports Talk Radio and just people talking about it, the Jets should have won this game. But uh, it seems like Zach Wilson kind of regressed. He, uh, he, every, it just seems like Russell Wilson, not Russell Wilson, Zach Wilson, didn't really play well. Uh, he threw for 355, two touchdowns, but he had three picks. Um, typically, you throw for over 300 yards and you don't win a game. Something went wrong. Offensively, you just weren't with it and. Three picks will do that to you. You you can't you don't win games throwing three interceptions. It's not gonna happen. But uh, Bill Belichick keeps his domination over the Jets, uh, and I think he also either tied or passed the current holder of most wins by a head coach. So good for him on there, but definitely bad luck for the Jets. They were doing so well, and this was a game that they could have and should have won. Uh, the Patriots aren't that talented a team. The Jets had a chance to win, but um, I feel like maybe the injury to Bryce Hall damaged their uh, chances because they were beginning to rely on him a lot to help out Zach Wilson with his run game, but um, they picked up James Robinson from the Jaguars, so maybe he'll help them next week once he's a little more acclimated to the team, but they just need to get their stuff back in line. They were performing really well, and they need to keep performing really well because Zach Wilson has to learn how to be an NFL quarterback. This is his third year. Uh, actually, it might be his second year, but he's getting close to that time where he either has to prove it or they're going to have to move on from him. So um, good luck to the Jets with that, but good shit on the Patriots getting a win, keeping themselves in the uh, conversation, getting themselves out of the basement of the AFC East. Uh, if they keep pushing, they might be able to fight for a playoff spot, potentially. Because uh, the AFC isn't that wide open. It's a little tight for the wild card spots. But uh, it's definitely going to be a little tough to keep pace. Next up, we have the Titans taking out the Texans. Uh, I really do feel like the Titans are being held back by their quarterback play. And by the fact that they don't really have any wide receivers. Uh, Derrick Henry can only do so much. And you're not going to win games in the playoffs just relying on Derrick Henry. You're going to need your quarterback. You're going to need wide receivers. Um, I don't think the Titans really did anything at the trade deadline, receiver-wise or at all, which might be a problem for them, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, As of right now, as it stands, they should win their division, but winning your division only means so much. What you really want to do is you want to win playoff games, and... uh, Right now, they're. I, I don't think they're built to make a deep run in the playoffs. I mean, you have to get. If you're going to play the running back game the way the Titans seem to want to play, you have to get ahead. And it's just taking a quick look at how things would shake up, shake out if the season was to end right now. Uh, the Bills would be the number one seed in the AFC. The Titans would be two, Kansas City three, Ravens four. Uh, the Jets would be five. Dolphins would be six, and the Chargers would be seven. Uh, That would mean that the Titans have to play the Chargers. 
I do not see the Titans beating the Chargers. Because the way they play, they would have to get ahead of the Chargers and then just run the ball and hope the Chargers don't catch up. With Justin Herbert, that's not going to happen. You're, you're not going to be able to score 17 points and win the game against Justin Herbert. That's not going to happen. So the Titans need to either find some way to score more points or they're going to have a hard time if they make the playoffs. Like, I would not be surprised if the Titans are a wild card and out in the playoffs. Like, they get to the wild card game and then they're just gone. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. But uh, speaking of things that surprised me, the Giants go down 27-13 to the Seahawks. Uh, Last week, I said that I wanted the Giants to lose to the Jaguars. At the time, it might have seemed like I just didn't want the Giants to win because I'm an Eagles fan, but there was actually a method to my madness. I wanted the Giants to lose last week so they could beat the Seahawks this week because I want the 49ers to win that division because I don't want there to be any chance that the Eagles have to face the 49ers before the championship round of the playoffs. But the Giants lost to the Seahawks, and um, Giants fans are going crazy. I'm seeing Giants fans talking about trading Daniel Jones for a fucking second string quarterback, any second string quarterback, and I that's an insane thing to say. Uh, even if you don't think he's that talented or he's not a flashy playmaker or whatever, Daniel Jones, he's been playing well this season. He's been managing the game. He hasn't been turning the ball over. He's been making smart decisions. Uh, They've been relying on Saquon Barkley and kind of playing similar to the Titans, but they're a little more, they're able to throw better than the Titans. I feel like Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, so he's able to take advantage of his receivers. Uh, He's able to take advantage of play action. He's also able to throw the ball to Barkley out of the backfield. They're also using Barkley in the Wildcat, which also has been working decently for them. But the problem is that the way the Giants were playing is kind of the same way the Seahawks play. Uh, The Seahawks rely a little bit on the run game, and then Geno makes stuff work when you're worried about the run game. Uh, They also have a tight defense, just like the Giants. And basically what happened was that the Seahawks just played their strategy better than the Giants. They were both using essentially the same type of game plan the Seahawks just did it better so I don't think the Giants fans should be jumping off the ship you're six and two you're still in a really good position you just got some bad breaks um there's really nothing more than that I expect the Giants to bounce back next week well next week I gotta buy but week 10 I expect the Giants to bounce back to bounce backs uh they take on the Texans that should be a win so uh yeah they're gonna bounce back the Giants will be fine I'm not even worried uh see I in the playoffs probably uh next up things just go from bad to worse for the Colts uh they bench Matt Ryan and then they lose 17-16 to the Commanders um I swear if the Commanders start making a resurgence now I will be livid just go down just let your season end just go to the basement don't no spoilers in the NFC East like this is a three-man race. You guys just go play Tecmo Super Bowl in the corner. But um, I'm happy for Taylor Heineke. He's getting some play time now that uh, Wentz is sidelined with a quote-unquote injury. I still believe that he would have been benched regardless, but uh, we're just going to call it an injury for now. But um, good job on the commanders pulling it together, not tanking. And um, the Colts just continue to kind of struggle uh, ever since... 
they uh, ruined Andrew Luck. They just haven't been able to get shit together. Hopefully one day they do, but um, until they start addressing their offensive line and protecting quarterbacks, they're just going to have problems, and it's not going to stop. But next up, we have the 49ers just shellacking the Rams. I don't know what it is about the 49ers, but the Rams just cannot beat them in the regular season. They just have the Rams number, and I don't understand why. Um, this was a game where Christian McCaffrey played, and he had, I believe, a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown, which is fucking insane. Um, with McCaffrey and Debo Samuels, the, the 49ers are a scary team, and I don't think anybody wants to face them in the playoffs. Like, you don't want to see this team in the playoffs, especially if they're healthy. If they're healthy, oh, that would be disgusting. Out of all the teams that look like they're poised to be in the playoffs in the NFC, as an Eagles fan, the only teams that I am actually scared of are the 49ers and potentially the Cowboys. But I am way more scared of the 49ers than I am of the Cowboys. The Rams need to get their shit together. You are the defending Super Bowl champions and you are looking like... You're looking like trash, honestly. You're 3-4 and four, and you are 1-2 in your division. That That is not what the reigning defending Super Bowl champ should look like. I don't know what happened in the offseason. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, all they lost was Von Miller and Odell because they let Robert Woods go, claiming that they didn't need him. And uh, now it's looking like they need him. They're struggling to score. They're struggling to point a lot of points on the board. And they're just, they're, they don't look good when they play. And that's concerning. The 49ers continue their dominance, and they the 49ers are looking to take the number one seed. I'm pretty sure they have a few game a game still against the Seahawks. I'm not sure if they played them once already this season, but uh, the 49ers aren't going to let the Seahawks win this division without a fight. And for my sake, I hope the 49ers win because I really don't want to see them in the playoffs. But uh, next game up, we have the Packers continuing to struggle. Against the Bills, 27-17. Um, I honestly feel like the Packers are lucky. This game could have been so much worse. Uh, the Bills, they didn't necessarily take their foot off the gas in the second half, but they kind of like, they didn't continue beating the crap out of the Packers in the second half because um, by the time halftime came around, uh, the Packers were down 24-7. It's just offensive struggles for the Packers. Like, they're just not... They're, it's the it's the passing game. The passing game just isn't good enough anymore. Uh, you got Aaron Rodgers, 203 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. And uh, it's not hard. It, it's just... It's not enough against some of these teams. The passing game just isn't enough right now. Rushing-wise, they had a really good game. Aaron Jones... Uh, 143 yards, 20 carries, averaging seven yards per run. That, that's good. It's the running game was nice. It was fine, but it's just not enough. They really miss Devontae Adams because when you look at the other side, the Bills, Josh Allen, he, he barely completed half of his passes, threw for 218, 218 yards. Uh, completed 13 of 25, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, Devin Singletary rushed for 14, rushed 14 carries for 67 yards. That's four yards per carry, and yet 
the Bills still won 27-17. It, it, it doesn't make sense. And the only thing that... The only thing that seems to be hurting the Packers, other than their defense having issues, is that their offense through the air just isn't there anymore. Like, you're not afraid of Aaron Rodgers that much anymore because he's just not scary. And unless... Well, they can't do anything because trade deadline passed. And uh, unless there's a trade that I missed, the Packers didn't trade for any wide receivers. So apparently they're just going to roll with what they got. I I think this might be the last year for Aaron Rodgers too. So we might see the end of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, both in the same year. And then let's move on to the final game of week eight. The Bengals looking like absolute dog shit against the Browns. Um... This was a shock. I I was... The Bengals did not score until the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter came and the Bengals were down 25-0. They were just getting whooped. Uh, The Browns stifled the Bengals' offensive offense. They were... It was was ridiculous. Uh, Bengals' running game, non-existent. They only attempted to run with their running backs nine times. They got 34 yards out of it. Joe Burrow, 232 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. It, it, it was crazy. It was absolutely insane. Uh, good job for Jacoby Brissett. 17-22, 278, one touchdown. Um, Amari Cooper apparently threw a pass and got picked off. But... um. You had Nick Chubb, 23 carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb and Jacoby Brissett went off on the Bengals. That's what it really came down to. They were unstoppable. And they just, the def- Browns defense just didn't let the Bengals get going at all. It, 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 it was crazy. It, it, to turn on the radio on my way home from work and hear that the Bengals are getting shut out by the Browns, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Because the Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year. And... Both teams that were in the Super Bowl, they're struggling. They are having a hard time this season. And if I'm being completely honest, I wouldn't be surprised if neither one of them made the playoffs this year. Actually, I'm going to go down all the teams right now. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucs didn't make it to the playoffs. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers wouldn't make it. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams didn't make it. Right now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals didn't make it. And uh, somebody from the NFC West also isn't going to make it uh, because... The wild card spots for the NFC are going to be really tight, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals were out this year because them and the Rams just aren't playing well. But uh, those are the games from week eight. Uh, let's move on to week nine. So first game up, Thursday night football. Uh, like I said, I do not want this to be a good game. I just want my team to fucking stomp the Texans out. As the Eagles on Thursday night go to face the Texans in Houston, um, I see no reason why the Eagles shouldn't win this. Uh, This is not me being a homer. This is me recognizing that the Texans are not a good team and the Eagles are a better team on paper and this should just be a stomp. But this is Thursday night football. Uh, This being my team, um, I've been paying a lot of attention to how this was going to work. And uh, as such, I have come to the conclusion that Thursday night football is assholes to whoever has to play. Um, the Eagles were up, they were up a commanding lead against the Steelers. And as such, they sat starters at the beginning of the fourth quarter. 
in preparation for the game on Thursday because um game ended on Sunday around four. Um, I don't know if the team, if the guys were able to have an off day on Monday. And the reason why I say that is because I know today they did a walkthrough practice. Tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, they take their flight and then they play on Thursday. That's a really tight window. Whereas normally they would have a day off and then tape and then like two or three days of practice before they have to leave if they're not at home. So this is a really tight window to get ready for a game, and it's kind of assholeish to whoever has to play. Uh, even if it's not, even if it wasn't the Eagles, I would still say it's assholeish. Like who plays next week? The Falcons and the Panthers. Um, are either one of them playing at night or are they both playing during the day? They're both playing during the day, so they both have the same issue that the Eagles are gonna have. Um, <clears throat> admittedly, it's a little better travel. Because um, it's just the Falcons going from Atlanta to Carolina, whereas the Eagles are going from Philly to Texas. But um, it's still asshole. You have to the preparation that has to be done is still kind of a. It's still kind of fucked up. But um, I still feel like the Eagles should win hands down, even with the short week to prepare. But um, it might be a little closer because of that, but. Resting the starters in the fourth quarter might have helped. Uh, they rested both offense and defense. I know that some people didn't participate in the walkthrough practice because they wanted to give them some extra rest, but the Eagles should still win this hands down. Next game up, Colts taking on the Patriots. <clears throat> the Colts are a mess. The Patriots should win. Nothing more to say about that. I have no doubt that Bill Belichick will have his team ready for this, especially with the mess that the Colts are this season. I'd just say that the Colts need to do what they can. If they can win games, cool. If not, just take it easy. Try to avoid injuries and just get ready for next season. Uh, Packers-Lions. I honestly feel like the Lions could take a game off the Packers, uh, especially with this game being in Detroit. The Lions just have to not choke it away. The Packers aren't that good this season. Um, if you can get to Aaron Rodgers, then you'll probably win. If they get to him at all, they could probably win. If the Lions were ever going to beat the Packers, this season would be it. This is the game that they would need to win. So, even though it won't help them in the long run, they would be able to say that they beat Aaron Rodgers once. Uh, they shouldn't give a fuck when or how it happened. The fact of the matter would be that they did it. So, I might be watching this game if it's on TV for me. And I will be rooting for the Lions because this is the only time where I feel like they're going to be able to beat Aaron Rodgers because I literally feel like he's going to be gone after this season. Jared Goff, don't be a liability. Uh, next game up, Falcons-Chargers. I feel like this is a little bit of a toss-up. It could go either way. Uh, neither t uh, the Falcons are playing well. The Chargers aren't playing up to their potential. So it really determines which... It's really based on which Chargers team shows up. But it's completely possible for the Falcons to take this game. Uh, Bills and Jets. I feel really bad for the Jets. Um, this is going to be just an ass whooping. Uh, I don't I don't see the Bills losing too many more games throughout the rest of the season. Um, my opinion, even with the Eagles being as good as I feel like they are and me being an Eagles fan... I really do feel like 
the Bills are the best team in the NFL. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any doubt that the Bills are the best team in the NFL, and I, I'm expecting them to beat on the Jets with uh, reckless abandon and give no fucks. Uh, the Commanders versus the Vikings. I don't expect the Vikings to lose to the Commanders, but I will say that I am hoping for it. Uh, if the if they if they could do that for me, um, if the Commanders could take out the Vikings for me, give the Eagles a little breathing room, uh, give us a game that we could possibly lose if necessary, that'd be great. But um, the Commanders should lose. Uh, the Vikings are the more talented team on paper. They've been playing better. Uh, Kirk Cousins used to be a quarterback. For Washington back in the day I feel like he always kind of like sort of has a chip on his shoulder because they got rid of him let him go whichever it was but um the Vikings should beat the commanders it should be fairly handedly I'm thinking 14 points ish but uh I will be rooting for the commanders in that game uh next up the Panthers or the Bengals based on what happens with the Browns what happened with the Browns I don't know what to expect in this game the Panthers might fuck around and take it. Uh, the Bengals still don't have Jamar Chase back. I, I, it depends on what they look like. Like maybe the Browns game helps them, gets them the right to ship, but I don't know right now. Uh, that's a toss-up game for me. I, I can't. I I don't want to lean either way. Uh, next game up, Raiders Jaguars. As far as I'm concerned, the Raiders are fucking done. Uh, the Jaguars are still fighting, but the Raiders are done. I, I think the Jaguars beat the shit out of the Raiders. Um, I have no reason to believe in the Raiders. I don't think anybody does. Um, it's really hard to believe in a team with as much talent as they have that got shut out. Uh, I, th- there's really not much you can say about the Raiders other than they are a disappointment. They are a disappointing team. They have Derek Carr. They have their tight ends. They have their running backs. They traded for Devontae Adams. They didn't trade for him. They just picked him up. Devontae Adams, like, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. Like, that right there should be a recipe for success, and it just hasn't translated, and nobody really has a reason why. And I think that's the most frustrating thing is that nobody can say why. But... It's the Jaguars for me in this game. I don't see how the Raiders win, especially when they're not at home. So, Jacksonville, whoop their ass. <laughs> um, next up, you have the Dolphins taking on the Bears. I feel like this could be a sneaky good game. If Justin Fields plays as well as he did against the Cowboys, this could be a shootout-esque game and really come down to whose defense is going to play better. The Dolphins are a good team, and they're starting to catch their stride with Tua back, but it seems like the Bears are also kind of figuring something out. If the Bears play the same way they did against the Cowboys, I could totally see them taking this game off the Dolphins. And if they do, then I could see them potentially making some kind of run, either for the division, potentially... If the Vikings start to slip, or possibly trying to take the last wild card spot, because it's still kind of sort of loose for the last wild card spot. I feel like the Cowboys and the 
Giants have the first two taken up. But as of right now, the 49ers and the Redskins are sitting at 4-4. Four and four, And uh, th- that would be for the last wild card spot. And the Bears are only at 3-5. and five, So they could totally compete for that last wild card spot if they start to string some wins together and some teams lose. So um, the Bears kind of should be looking for this game. Even if they don't think they're going to make the playoffs, this would still be a good team for you to beat and kind of build some confidence with your young quarterback. But um, I know the Dolphins are definitely not going to be trying to lose because the Dolphins are sitting at 5-3. and three. They want to go to the playoffs. Right now, they're sitting in a wild card seat. And uh, there are teams just right behind them chomping at the bit to get it. So the Dolphins are going to be fighting, which I think is going to make this an even better game and something that would definitely be fun to watch. Next up, we have a division game, Seahawks visiting the Cardinals. Um, The Seahawks have been playing well, but um, like I said, I want the Seahawks out of the um, NFC West crown. I don't want them to win it, so I'm going to be rooting for the Cardinals. But um, on paper, I feel like this is a pretty even matchup. Uh, The Seahawks might have a slightly better defense, but offensively, I think the Cardinals are the better team. It's really just a matter of can the Cardinals manage to score while not letting Geno run wild on them. Um, They have to stop DJ Metcalf. They can't let Metcalf just run around doing whatever he wants to do. Uh, The Cardinals have to properly utilize Hopkins, Robbie Anderson, and Zach Ertz. And uh, Kyler Murray just has to play smart football. Like, don't take unnecessary risks. Don't take sacks unnecessarily don't hold the ball for too long like if there's room to scramble like don't try to force a play to happen just take what the defense gives you uh if they do that they'll be fine because while the seahawks have been playing well the seahawks aren't they're not a world beater team but they are a pretty good solid team but i do feel like the cardinals are the slightly better team here not by a lot but i do feel like they're the better team um, next up, a uh, <laughs> battle against two teams that should be good but kind of fucking suck. Uh, the Rams and the Buccaneers. Uh, sh- both of these teams are playing horrid, but um, I have more faith in the Rams than I do the Bucks. Um, I have no idea what's going on with either team, but I-, I just feel like the Rams are the better team. I have more faith in Sean McVay to write the ship with the Rams than I do Todd Bowles writing the ship with the Bucks. Um, like I said, I think this is it for Brady. Uh, I think if he, they lose this game against the Rams and then they have a game against the Seahawks next week, um, I forget if that is the game that's in Germany. I think it is. But um, if they lose these next two games, I think Brady's done. I think that's it. Uh, between what's going on football-wise and what's going on with him in his personal life. I, I think this is might just be it. It might be too much. But um, I'm, I'm taking the Rams in this game. I don't see how the Bucks win. Uh, and then Sunday night game, it's Titans against the Chiefs. Uh, as I said earlier, the Titans don't play the kind of football that is conducive to winning against teams like the Chiefs that are capable of putting up a lot of points. And that you would be hard-pressed to stop them from putting up points. 
So I think the Chiefs win this hands down. I don't think the Titans are going to be able to hang around. Uh, this should be a 14-plus point game. As far as uh, the point differential, the, Titan, the Titans should lose by 14 as far as I'm concerned. But um, this is going to be a test for the Titans. If they can beat the Chiefs, then maybe they'll be able to make some noise in the playoffs. But even if they don't beat them, if they can't at least hang around and make it a one-possession game, whether that one possession be three or seven points, if they can't do that, then I don't think they're going to make it past the wild card round of the playoffs. And then wrapping up week nine, uh, we have the Ravens taking on the Saints. Uh, yeah, the Saints shut out the Raiders, but it's it's the fucking Raiders. So uh, I'm not putting much faith in that. But uh, the Ravens are a dominant team in the AFC, and they are trying their damnedest to get the number one seed. Uh, I don't believe they are that far out. They might be, I think they're two games back on the Bills, I believe. But um, the Ravens aren't going to stop. They're going to try to put their foot on the gas, try to choke everybody they play out because they need these games. They want these games. Um, you want home field throughout, especially in the AFC where a lot of teams are good and it's really tight. So I see the Ravens going into New Orleans and taking down the Saints. But uh, that is a breakdown of all your games for Week 9. Now, uh, as I've been saying, the playoffs are coming up. And uh, it, it's going to be time to start looking at the playoff picture, especially with the trade deadline having passed. So let's take a quick look at the playoff, at the standings, see where people are. Uh, for the AFC, season ends right now. You have the Bills as your number one seed, the Titans as your number two Chiefs as your number three, Ravens as your number four, and then the wild card teams would be the Jets, Dolphins, and Chargers. Um, <clears throat> the, the wild card's still really tight. Uh, the Jets and Dolphins sitting at five and three. The Chargers are sitting at four and three, and then you have the Patriots and the Bengals both sitting at four and four. Uh, I I feel like both of those teams could put all three of those teams, the Chargers, Patriots, and Bengals. Uh, well, the Chargers are in. So the Patriots and the Bengals, I feel like they might, they could compete if they start stringing some wins together and the Jets and the Dolphins don't hold it together. Um, they could get up in there. And I don't feel like the Chargers are solidified either, uh, but I don't feel like anybody else can really do it. Um, the Texans are out. They're 1-5-5. Five five. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, the Steelers, Jaguars, and the Raiders, I feel like they're out of the playoff race too. It's really just for them about building team chemistry and trying to string together some feel-good wins for your team. You know, get everybody feeling good about how they play as a team and just get them ready for next season, build in the draft, add to the talent that you have. Uh, the Broncos have to keep trying. They spent all that money on Russell Wilson. If the Broncos are going to make the playoffs, it's going to come down to the last two weeks. They're going to have to fight. They're going to have to run the table as much as possible, which is going to be hard, but they have to try. Uh, the Browns, with that win against the Bengals, that's going to help them a lot, especially with Deshaun Watson coming back. And if Deshaun Watson is, easy, is even half as good as he was when he was actually playing, um, the Browns could possibly make some noise, get into the playoff picture. Uh, the Colts are done. Um... The, the Colts are, no, the Colts aren't going. But, um, yeah, that's what the AFC playoff picture looks like. It, it, it is really tight in the wild card. And um, as far as the divisions themselves go, uh, the AFC East is done. 
but um the south is never truly done like anything can happen in the afc south there's no guarantee that the titans are gonna win the division they should but there's no guarantee uh the chiefs unless the Chargers get it together the chiefs are gonna win the division um i don't really see the ravens losing the division especially not after what just happened to the Bengals. but um the divisions themselves are pretty much sewn up, I would say, except for the AFC South. But the wild card is really where things get wild and crazy. Uh, as far as the NFC goes, you have the Eagles in the number one seed right now. The Vikings number two, Seattle number three, Falcons number four, and then the wild cards. The Cowboys in the fifth seed, Giants in the sixth, and the 49ers in the seventh seed. But the 49ers are tied for that spot with the Commanders. And then you also have the Rams at three and four, the Bucks, Packers, Cardinals, Saints, Bears, all sitting at three and five. I believe that the Panthers at two and six and the Lions at one and six are out. But you have all these teams that are going to be competing for this last wild card spot. I truly believe that the Giants and the Cowboys are going to the playoffs in those fifth and sixth seeds i believe that all three teams with winning records in the nfc east are going to the playoffs now i'm not one i would love for the eagles to keep this streak going and win the nfc east but i'm not going to sit here and say that there's no way that they lose this is a really really tight division right now there's only two and a half games i believe separating us so it's still any man's race right now but as far as I'm concerned, all three of us are going to the playoffs. So the only question, as far as I'm concerned, with playoffs in the NFC, are the Seahawks really going to win the NFC West? And are the Falcons really going to win the NFC South? Because the 49ers are 4-4, four and four, Seahawks are 5-3. and three. However, the 49ers are 3-0. and oh, So if they end up tying the Seahawks... They will take the division off of just having the best division record. And then as far as the NFC South goes, actually, let's say with the West, because the Cardinals are three and five. They're not that far behind the Seahawks either. And like I said, the Rams are three and four. I don't think the Rams are going to be able to pull it all together, but that division isn't that far apart. They're only about two games or so off of each other. So just like the NFC East, that's pretty tight even though the records aren't as phenomenal looking as the NFC East is, but everybody in that division could potentially be in it if they can just get everything together and start stringing it together wins. But um, that's for the NFC West. For the NFC South, the Falcons are only 4-4. Four and four. Uh, The Bucks are 3-5. and five. The Saints are 3-5. and five. Like I said, the Panthers are out of it, as far as I'm concerned. But the Bucks and Saints could make... A run for it if they just manage to string some wins together because the Falcons are only 500. They're a 500 team right now. That that doesn't lock you up a playoff spot. So the division, those two divisions are up for grabs. But other than that, the only thing that I feel is up for grabs is that last playoff spot. And anybody could make noise for it because there's only one win <laughs> separating. The team that the two teams that are currently tied for it record wise from the teams that are behind them. 
So that it's really anybody's game there. I truly feel like that seventh playoff spot is going to be taken by whichever team has the best record. It's either going to be whichever team has the best record from the NFC West that didn't win their division. Or, I guess potentially, if the Bears and Packers can start stringing wins together, then it could be whatever team from the NFC North manages to string some wins together. But, um... I don't think anybody from the NFC South has taken that last spot. So as far as I'm concerned, um, the playoffs are going to shake out like this for me in the NFC. It's going to be Eagles, Vikings, Seahawks, I guess Falcons, and then Cowboys, Giants, and then either, for the seventh seed, either Cardinals, 49ers, Bears, or Packers. That, that, those are the only teams that I could see really making it in. Even with the Commanders being as tight as they are on the 49ers record-wise, I think it would be, it would be, no. Like, all four teams on the NFC East making it, absolutely not. And the Commanders aren't that good a team. They're not going to string together that many wins over the next nine games. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's it. That's the breakdown of uh, Week 9, going into Week 9. And that is how I am viewing these playoffs. Uh, I cannot wait for them. It's going to be crazy and wild. Um, we have some good games coming up that I'm looking forward to this coming week. We have some good games coming up week 10. Um, the schedule only gets crazier from here as teams start to face divisional opponents for whatever reason. After week 8, uh, they start to schedule more division games. Um, I kind of wish they were spread a little more evenly throughout the season, but... It is what it is. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> 7-0. Uh, love it. Love to say it. Uh, I am going to keep being insufferable on social media until somebody beats my Eagles. Uh, fingers crossed. I need to go find some wood to knock on. Let's. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, hope to see you guys here next time. Stay safe and be good people.